Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I have a pretty short message that I want to share with you in today's episode. And honestly, like right now, I'm sitting at my desk. I have texters, books, coffee cups, cards, journals, crystals, all the works surrounding me right now because. I just want to paint a picture of what my day looked like today. I started it off so productively. I planned out all of this content for my monthly membership, the Game Changer Collective. I also planned a bunch of exciting things that I'm going to do with my group mentorship, the Simply Business Academy. And then it came time to start planning my content. You could say I was having like a really planny kind of day today. And I sat down and I'd actually uploaded a video this morning to my YouTube channel all about Instagram stories. And to say that it was tanking would basically be an understatement. And of course, you know, I was looking at my analytics. I was thinking about starting to plan some videos and I started to get really down. You know, I started to really dive deep into the numbers on my YouTube channel and they did just make me feel down. You know, I started to feel like I should be getting way more views for the amount of subscribers that I have. You know, again, this video that I put up this morning, I did actually end up deleting it because maybe it just wasn't the right time to put such a strategic video up, but I'll upload it again at a later date. I understand that, you know, what's working and what's not working through what everything that's going on right now. Uh, this episode is obviously being recorded during the huge pandemic that is happening, but I just started getting really down, you know, not just because this one video tanked. <laughs> I've had plenty of videos that have tanked and I usually don't delete them to be honest, but today I just thought I'm going to upload this later because I thought it was a really good video. But I, yeah, I just started looking through my numbers and, you know, looking through um, all of the analytics on my YouTube channel. And then I started trying to plan my content from this space. I started trying to plan my content from a right. If this is what it is, you know, I have this very tendency to be extremely resilient in the sense that if something's not working, I always want to fix it. However, this is just a downward spiral, I reckon. I've, you know, with my YouTube channel, I've been through massive ups, massive downs. I've tried lots of different things. Obviously, everything that I have today is because of my YouTube channel. All of the opportunities that I've had, all of the money that I've made, pretty much has come from the personal brand that I have built on YouTube. And I love YouTube, don't get me wrong, but it's like one of those love-hate relationships. You know, I have a really, really good streak where my channel feels like it's going really well. And then 
it goes into some kind of like, I can't get views to save my life period. And when I'm in that phase, I'm really, really trying to like fix things and create from a place of intellect and create from a place of statistics and analyzing what's going on. And then it almost seems to get worse. And so I just felt totally fed up, to be honest. Like I was sitting there and being like, I'm not prepared to go through this again. My channel was going really, really well for a couple of months. And now it just seems like whatever I upload, I can't seem to get it right. That's exactly how it feels. And so I was like, I feel really, really fed up. Like I'm not going to just accept this. I really need to kind of like dig deep into what's actually happening here from a more intuitive perspective. So basically that's why I have all this crap around me right now because what I did was I just pulled out my cards, pulled out my journal, And I really sat down and I tried to, as much as possible, connect inwards, you know, ask the universe, ask my guides, like whatever you want to call it, ask my intuition, like what is going on here? And I kind of wanted to read you my journal entry that kind of came up through the process of pulling some cards. And then I just wanted to have a discussion with you about numbers and how they can be extremely, extremely helpful, but also extremely detrimental. Because this is one thing that I get so confused about. I hear on one hand, you know, all of these people talking about how you need to create from a place of intuition and passion. And then on the other hand, a lot of people are telling me, well, you also need to make sure that you're analyzing the data. And here's the thing, I think it's both, but I feel like both have a purpose. And I've spoken about here on the podcast before, you know, the, the, the mix between spirituality and strategy. And I, being a Gemini, am so 50-50 on this. I love strategy. I love data. I love all of that. And I can go really into that sometimes, but then sometimes it just seems to not work for me. Then I feel really frustrated. And then obviously the energy's off, which makes it even worse. And that's what causes that downward spiral. And so what I'm even more coming to realize, and even on that episode where I did talk about spirituality and strategy, I said it is both, but it's more of a process rather than a split. So what I really think it is, is when it comes to creating and when it comes to growing, it needs to be the passion, the intuition, the spirituality, the connection, the energy, all of that stuff first and the data second. Like I said, you know, being on this roller coaster ride with YouTube where it's like sometimes my channel is going so well, I'm getting 10,000, 20,000 views on a video and then I'm back down to like two, 3,000 views and it's like what's happening and really I don't think it's a matter of the algorithm or I changed my thumbnails. It's a matter of I go too much into the strategy without coming from the energy first. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second but I kind of wanted to read this, this journal entry to you because I feel like, and for some of you, this may be a little too woo, but I feel like this was one of those journal entries that felt like it came from somewhere else. Like, I guess you could say a bit of a channeled journal entry. Um, I know when I'm kind of like channeling, I guess, because my handwriting is horrendous. Like I actually journal quite slowly when I'm just writing things out um, because I read really slowly as well. So I also write quite slowly, except when I'm typing, I actually sound like a like bull in a china shop I guess when I'm typing I'm like honestly a jackhammer of typing uh but anyway 
when I write, I write quite slow, but then I know that I'm kind of like pulling ideas from my intuition or something outside of myself, more of a channeling style journal entry where my writing just gets horrendous and I'm going so quick. And I'm going to do my best at trying to read what I wrote, but it was one of those sessions. So basically what I said was I started with the question, what am I doing wrong with my social media? And then I did a three card pull of my Moonchild tarot deck where it was the problem, the solution and the outcome. So basically the card that came out for the problem was it was the Knight of Pentacles. And I'm not going to go too much into this. This is not an episode about tarot. I wanted this to be about numbers and the way it makes you feel and content creation and all of that fun stuff. But basically the thing that I really got out of this is over planning, over intellect, like really going into the data, the statistics before, like I said, focusing on the energy. So basically the journaling session was need to be more spontaneous and create from a space of passion. Let your gut tell you what to create by creating space every single day to listen, learn more, create more opportunity to be inspired, um, fuck doing the research. Again, I'm really struggling to read my own handwriting here. Um, fall in love with the camera and telling your story of what's on your mind, what's on your heart, share from this space and your success will follow. Let go of everything you think you know about growing a YouTube channel and surrender to the path that your inner guidance had paved for you. So that again, like just kind of came up for me, just writing it out. And really what I'm taking away from that is exactly that. Like I really do look at a lot of people's YouTube channels and I feel like particularly in my space, like the ones that blow up are the ones that almost seemingly got delivered an idea of something like a piece of inspiration. And they're like, I just had to create this. Now I know the confusing thing is it looks like there are a lot of channels who purely create from a space of SEO, what's the best title, what's the SSVO, you know, the suggested video optimization and all of that stuff and still have amazing success. But if that isn't working for you to do that, the piece that's probably missing is this passion side of things, is this intuition side of things. I really look back at my own channel and some of the videos that I have created that have done really, really well, and they are those last minute ideas. Now, here's the kicker. When it comes to content, I have obviously a YouTube channel and a podcast, this podcast that you're listening to right now. I recently did a poll on my YouTube channel asking people what they prefer to actually listen or, you know, view from me. And overwhelmingly, people said the YouTube channel. Yet the confusing part of that is my podcast actually gets triple, you know, double, if not triple the amount of downloads slash views that my YouTube channel gets every sort of episode. And I honestly think one of the reasons for this is because I've been so in my head about creating and like I said, planning and, you know, doing the SEO, doing the SVO, like doing all of this stuff for YouTube. And again, don't get me wrong. All of that stuff's important, but My podcast is one of those things where I sit down on a Wednesday or Thursday afternoon to upload on Friday and just talk about what's on my mind, what's on my heart. And the retention of these podcasts are so high, the listens, the downloads, whatever, they're so high, the shares are so high. And I think to myself, why is that? Like, why is it that 
my podcast is just getting so much more traction than my YouTube channel, even though obviously I have such a big audience on YouTube. I don't even know how to check my analytics properly, to be honest. I only found out the other day where I could check the downloads, but I have no idea how many people are subscribed to this podcast or anything like that. I don't even know if that analytic exists on a podcast and it seems to be doing so well for me. And I really think that, like I said, The data is so important. Don't get me wrong. Like when I do a launch, I want to know my conversion rate. I want to know how I can duplicate my results. When I get a client, I want to know how I got that client, where they came from, what was their journey, how can I replicate it? Like all of that stuff is so important. But I think that's step two. I really do. I think the big thing here is if you are someone who is so focused on the numbers and that's where you're creating from, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Where it needs to come from is a consumption slash inspiration place where you're consuming, you're learning, you're experiencing, and that is generating inspiration. And then from that space, you're creating because you're like, wow, I just learned this amazing thing, or I just had this amazing experience and I want to talk about it. And then what you do is you go and look at the SEO, the SVO, and you're like, how can I take this piece of content that I've already created that isn't influenced by the data and then make it a little more shiny by giving it a good thumbnail, giving it a good title, giving it some good tags that is going to help with the analytics side of it and the SEO side of it actually getting seen. Like I said, when I was sitting down and I was like, right, let me go see like what the trends are. Let me go see what popular content other content creators have have created. That just got me into a lot of trouble. And honestly, like even this, I'm still going to re-upload it, but even this video that I've deleted, like it was created from a, like what's going to kind of work. Semi slash also created because a lot of people were asking me, you know, how do you create so much? Because the video I'm talking about that I deleted was called, you know, how to create better Instagram stories. I did have a lot of people asking me that. And then I was like, well, you know, Instagram does really well. I've had lots of, you know, friends and um you know, people that I've seen online that have created like Instagram focused content and it's worked really well for them. And so maybe I'll try like jump on that. But to be honest, like I absolutely do not want to be known as like an Instagram expert. It's not really my thing. Like if I honestly had the choice today, if someone walked up to me today and I often ask this to my clients, but if someone walked up to me today and they were like, what's, if you had one opportunity today to just talk to your audience and you could say one thing, it wouldn't be Instagram stories. That's the thing. And again, I probably will re-upload this video because I still actually like the way it came out because I experimented with B-roll and stuff. But yeah, I just, that wouldn't be it. Like it would be about showing up, being authentic, building your personal brand, creating habits, being the best version of yourself, having fun, enjoying life, taking the best out of a bad scenario. Like all the things that are my values, you know, connecting, creating um, relationship, building relationships, all of that stuff that like I could talk about till the cows come home and I think that's why well I guess like why finding a niche is so important of course but again really what I'm just trying to say here with this shorter ish kind of podcast that has been literally created out of an experience that I'm having and going through right now is there's really two sides to this coin do I create from an artistic perspective of pure inspiration that is great but Is it going to get you the notoriety and the views? Maybe, maybe not, depending on what you're talking about. But then on the other hand is just purely creating from a space of 
let me figure out what's the most popular topic and talk about that. Is that going to fulfill you? Is that sustainable? Is that going to make you happy? Is that going to build a deep rooted connection with your audience? No, like neither is going to work. You need them both together. But like I said, I don't necessarily think, and what I'm really coming to understand is that I don't think it's a split. I don't think it's like 50% passion, 50% strategy. I think it's first comes passion, then comes strategy. So basically what I'm going to take away from this is I... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, like in my journal said, you know, what I need to do is create by creating space every single day to listen, learn more and create more opportunity to be inspired. Fuck the research first. You know, the research is going to come. I need to do the research because SEO is still important. Having a good thumbnail, having a good title. I'm not saying just throw that out the window and put, you know, a video up on YouTube that's just called like my day. That's never going to work. But, you know, creating from a space of I'm learning, I'm reading, I'm experiencing, I'm, I'm, you know, consuming stuff that's filling me up and motivating me and inspiring me and giving these ideas and then it's like wow I'd love to speak about that I'd love to talk and teach on that and then you know just experimenting with like even that came out in this just fall in love with the camera like having fun getting different angles telling a story in a creative way like loving the process and creating from a space of like oh if I could really just share this message today this is what I would have to say and then packaging it in your perfect little analytical box, you know, saying, okay, so this is this beautiful piece of art that I've created. How can I deliver it to the world in a way that's going to appease, not appease, but a way, <laughs> in a way that's going to please the algorithm in a way that is going to essentially play on the opportunities that the platforms are giving me to get views, to get, you know, out into that audience. I don't even know what I'm saying at this stage. I feel like I'm just drifting off, but I hope you know what I mean. I hope you know what I'm trying to say. Basically just create the art and deliver it with the strategy. Create the art and deliver it with the strategy. You know, create the art first from that place of passion, then do the work about figuring out what's how is how am I best going to be able to get this out of out to the world and that's when you focus on the numbers because if your art if your work if your creativity is constantly coming from a place of this is what I believe is going to get the most views or this is what I think is going to get the most likes engagement downloads whatever that's not always going to work you know I did all the research for this video that I've down deleted today and uploaded it and it absolutely flopped. And that's what left me so frustrated and so confused about how when I've started with the analytics, I've got the title right, like everything's right, I've got a 
very good score you know there's this program that you can use TubeBuddy and it like gives you a score based on your keywords and the title that I chose literally came up with like very good it was like in the green and it was like yet I still upload it and it was like no one wants to watch this you know so it doesn't always work coming from the strategy what works is creating what you want to create and figuring out the strategy after that so I hope this was helpful. Again, I know this was a bit rando because <laughs> there was absolutely no plan. I don't even have, I usually don't make any sort of plan for my podcast episodes, but I at least have like one, two or three dot points. But I lit- I was sitting on the floor. My cup of tea has actually gone cold because I was halfway through drinking a cup of tea. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get the microphone out and I'm just going to record this because even if there's just a few of you out there who are like going through this, how do I create content whirlwind that I feel like I go through so regularly? Sometimes I'm just in flow and I'm just creating and I'm not thinking about it. And trust me, that's when I make the most money, when my audience grows the most and then when I get into this whole like I need to over plan because maybe I have one video that didn't do so well and then I'm like oh my god one video didn't do well so now I need to go into this massively over planning phase or for me the thing that I think ticked it off this time was this confusion between why does the podcast do so well and YouTube doesn't um whatever it may be like something has made you feel like you need to just go in this like massively intellectual avenue of creating content from a space of like data 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 you know, just remember this, like it's the art first and the strategy second. All right. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what your thoughts on this as well. Like, do you go first and just create what your intuition is telling you to create, or do you go straight for the strategy and what you think is going to be popular? I'd love to know your experience with all of this. I'd also love to know if you are someone who's fully just created from a space of strategy and that has helped you because I'd love to stalk your content and, you know, see what you're doing, see what you're doing and how it's working for you. But I know for sure when I look at everyone else, um, you know, even my more strategic friends, like they're still creating from a place of passion. I love talking about this stuff, you know? Anyway, I love you all. Thank you so much for joining me today for this short episode and I will see you in the next one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.